Well, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's five o'clock in the morning. I am ready to start my day. So I'm going to start my day with this podcast episode in hopes that it inspires me and basically gets me focused on my day. So thank you to everyone, first and foremost, for all the support for my podcast for the past two years or so, and all of my fans and supporters and everybody that shows me so much support for my work online. Seriously, seriously appreciate it. And I will never stop thanking everyone for the positive support and um, feedback that I constantly receive. So this is something um, I want to talk about. I was thinking, okay, how can I really talk about this from a different perspective? What angle can I cover um, about landing magazine covers and magazine covers? So the first thing that I want to say is for me, um, it's kind of like the quote unquote, the untrained eye or the trained eye, um, rather when you're talking about me. When I think about magazine covers, because I have had 43 of them um, personally, and I've helped several people land magazine covers, I the first thing I think about when I look at a magazine cover, any magazine cover, but let's be you know specific and talk about pennant, the first thing I think of is the money involved. And the second thing I think of is the skill level involved. And I think about the opportunities that are there for pretty much everyone who enters Penup to land magazine covers. I think because of the fact that there are several different Penup magazines and they put out monthly issues, some put out two issues a month, there are, the opportunities are there, that's obvious. Um, I think that there are more opportunities to land features and top pinup magazines and land their covers, even though it can be t- difficult, tricky, it can be political, it can be financial, um, it can be all about who you work with, it can be your personal look, your personal niche that you're bringing to the table that's unique that sets you apart, that sets your images and your sets that you submit apart. But I think that it is more difficult to be a pageant, a pinup pageant girl, um, if you will, and to win a pageant. I think that there are less pageants if we were to add up how many pinup pageants are out there every single year versus how many covers of magazines that are out every single year and the opportunities one versus the other. I feel like there's a better chance if you have goals of publication and wanting to land a cover. I feel like the opportunity is there, but there's more of them because of the fact that there's several magazines out there and every month they need a cover. They need a cover model. They need a cover image for that issue. And there's obviously 12 months in the year. So I think with pinup contests, it's very difficult as far as limiting yourself to 
the, the contests that you can actually enter. You know, how many contests are in your city or state? How many of them are you willing and financially able and time restricting wise to actually enter? Um, so I think that th there's less opportunities because of that. But I see the correlation. I see the, the parallel aspects, if you will, with landing covers and with winning um, a pageant. It takes um, so much of the same things, money and time, dedication, passion, knowledge, um, researching, training, preparation, uh, working with the right people, setting the right goals. And those things apply to both things. Now, when I, again, when I think about magazine covers, I think about the money involved. Just like when I see a pageant winner, I think of the money involved. And if you, it's like you got to pay to play. If you don't have the finances to produce a high quality photo shoot, if you don't have the finances to invest in a new pageant gown, um, a pageant trainer or coach, new pageant pictures, and the money and the fees to enter competitions and pageants, then it's, you know, the opportunity is undoubtedly going to go to someone else. So money is a major thing. Um, once you plan ahead, you know, all your ducks are in a row, uh, you hire a personal stylist or you know how to do your own styling to a high quality level and you're working with a uh, a fantastic photographer that produces high quality and you produce the images and you get the images the edits and they're fabulous and you submit them at that point you're prepared and you're qualified now you have to research each and every magazine that you want to be in that you want to be on the cover this might even involve contacting them and asking them questions when you're in doubt about some things but the more you research before you do the photo shoot not after but before while you're in the planning stages the better your chances are and I would imagine that it's the same thing with pageants you have to research the pageant research the judges research the past winners research the person that currently holds the crown there's so many things that should be considered and researched and um, used and utilized while you're actually planning your photo shoots. That will increase your chance of landing a cover if that's your specific goal. And like I said, gathering as much information, looking at the past covers of each magazine that you plan on submitting to, looking at the most recent covers and contacting others that have been on the cover contacting the magazine to ask them for pointers or tips if you do not find that information upon your research and ask them you know what can you do to increase your chances what are the top three things what are the top five things what are the top ten things that you suggest I follow to increase my chances that's what you want to know 
This is before you do the photo shoot. I would say no matter what photographer you work with, but if you're going to work with a photographer who produces high quality images and everything is high quality, high end, yet they don't know that much about pinup history, they don't know that much about current events in pinup, and they don't know that much about pinup publications, you should be researching for both of you. You should be passing along the information that you come across as you go along in your planning stages and sharing that information specifically with your photographer, showing them examples of the images um, to show the style that you plan to do, the theme that you both plan on shooting, showing them the covers of the magazines that you plan on submitting, showing them links to the magazine, showing them uh, the link to the magazine's website so they could do the research as well. So you know what type of lighting you need, you know um, not to have too many props or just the opposite, to have props but not have just a plain white background. There's so many things that have to be considered. Um, obviously you need portrait style images versus landscape for magazine covers. I would imagine that the image itself cannot be too busybody with too many things because they're going to be adding words onto the cover image, obviously. So, and, and again, what style lighting, what style picture. There are magazines that want bright, crisp pictures. No shadows, um, no in-depth shadowing as far as like old Hollywood style. When you're working with magazines that produce mainly modern day pinup, you're going to be considering your style of clothing, your style of hair, as well as that style of photography. So you have to be qualified. Once you do everything and you get to the shoot and you do your best and you remember your training, your research, the knowledge, the experience you've gained at previous shoots and in between shoots when you were researching on your own. And you you bring your A-game, meaning a variety of skilled poses and facial expressions. Your confidence is there. I feel like the more details that you plan ahead of time, which is part of the process, is going to give you more confidence at your shoot. The more time you give yourself to prepare, the more time you give yourself to get ready, the more confidence that you're going to have. Maybe you are going to have a stylist and you're asking them about what hairstyles or what wardrobe is going to flatter you that matches with the shoot. Maybe you're going to ask your photographer that because they provide stylists or and or they provide wardrobe. So the more planning you do, the more you increase your chances of actually landing a cover. And I would definitely say that that's true with pageants. The more preparation and planning you do. Now see, planning takes time. It doesn't necessarily take money, but you have to have your styling on point, styling tools, styling supplies, styling products cost money. Um, hiring a professional hairstylist and or makeup stylist 
cost money. Then there's the wardrobe. Are you able to piece together outfits and accessories with outfits that you already own? Are you going to be purchasing a new outfit or several new outfits? Do you know the type of clothing that flatters you? Do you know that you can actually take a modern outfit and turn it into something that looks pinup and looks vintage with the right hairdo and especially with the right accessories? Are you able to do that? Or are you booking a shoot with a photographer who provides wardrobe, which means you're going to have to communicate things like your size. You need to know your correct size before you order anything or before anybody prepares anything for you. Um, you need to know the era that you're doing. If you're shooting a 1950s look, then your clothes cannot be looking 1960. Your poses and facial expressions cannot be 1960. And believe me, there is a complete difference in the facial expressions and poses, as well as everything, music and, um, you know, style of movies, dance moves, to hairdos, makeup, and of course clothing. There is a tremendous difference from 1950 to 1960, 1950 to 1959. There is a complete difference, you know, in the 60s, the word pinup, the term pinup model was, uh, it faded out. It was no longer used anymore. And everything changed. The hair changed. The clothing changed. Obviously, the cars changed. So all of those things need to be considered. And that's why people who want to go for the big time, so to speak, quote unquote, and have huge goals to compete with other people, compete with people who are already professionals, they will invest their money in working with somebody who knows exactly what they're doing. So they're not responsible entirely for the research, but I still think everybody should be be responsible. Same thing with photographers. You know, I worked with a photographer who said she didn't know who Jane Mansfield was. That blows my mind. I don't expect a photographer who is, you know, close close to my age um, and a female that is photographing pen-up models and hasn't done the research to find out who Jane Mansfield is. It's like people know who Betty Page is and Marilyn Monroe, and that's it. And it's just, you know, you start to research pinup. One of the first names that you're going to come across is Jane Mansfield. That's just how it is. And, of course, she was an actress just like Sophia Loren, Audrey Hepburn, Lucille Ball, Gina Lola Brigida, um, Bridget Bardot. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Raquel Welch. Dorothy Dandridge, Eartha Kitt, yes, they were all very talented people who were actresses and won awards and started major motion pictures, but they were fashion icons, and they're the people that were directly copying, were recreating, channeling, and just taking everything um, that we can from the, the, the fabulous styling that these women were a part of. 
And it's so essential to research. I, I just can't understand wanting to get ahead and having any goals without researching. And as far as when it comes to pageants and covers of magazines, if that's a goal of yours, you should definitely be researching the people that are top in their field in that industry. Who are the top pennant models currently? Who are the top pennant photographers currently? Who, you know, which, which magazines are the top pennant magazines currently? So it's about researching the past. It's about researching current events. And it's about training. I have seen people that I feel need to develop new skills. I've seen people that have developed skills and I feel like they need to improve on them. And shoot after shoot, there is virtually no improvement. They have the money, they have the time to do photo shoots on a regular basis and yet will not spend a dime to train will not sit at home and say, okay, instead of going out this weekend, I'm going to sit in front of a mirror, I'm going to sit in front of a computer screen, and I'm going to research, and I'm going to actually practice, physically practice on my own. No makeup, no hair, no wardrobe, or you could actually do all that if you wanted to, but um, no posing coach, no instructor, no photographer, no photo shoot, but actually say, okay, once a month, instead of going out, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to research and I'm going to get in front of a computer and I'm going to go on YouTube and look up vintage or pinup hairstyles. I'm going to go on YouTube and look up pinup model videos. I'm going to go on Google and Google pinup models from 1940, 1950 in the early 1960s. I'm going to watch old films or old TV shows with movie starlets that I want to be like and I'm going to sit there in front of a mirror and I'm going to practice. It costs nothing to do that. It takes time. There are people who, again, can afford to do shoots but don't ever book classes to learn. They're not taking any classes online. I'm here. <laughs> I've been here these specific people that I'm talking about never booked a single class. Classes are way less expensive than photo shoots and they definitely will enhance your worth by developing skills or helping you improve on skills that you've already developed. And it shows, believe me, you, you can't tell somebody who's a professional that you've been training when it's obvious that you haven't. And I don't judge people. If you want to do two photo shoots a month to a year if you want to do one every week and you've got the money to do it and you've got the time and you don't want to train and you don't want to use that money or part of it to take classes, posing classes, training classes and you don't want to actually train at home on your own for free. That's up to you. That is entirely up to you, your goals and what you're trying to do. But knowledge is key, research, training, education, practicing at home is key. I mean, there is no excuse if you have the money and you have the time to do photo shoots often, then you definitely have the time to research and train and to book classes and to take classes. It's funny because I'm just now remembering 
<clears throat> somebody, excuse me, who had me available to them for two years, never once, not one time, booked a single class to learn. Yet, the moment I told them I think that they need improving on their makeup and showed them examples of what I mean, they decided that they were going to book a class to learn how to do contouring. I am a certified contouring and highlighting makeup artist. I went to school for this. I apply it during all of my photo shoots, what I've learned. I didn't go to school so I could offer makeup services. I did it because I wanted to enhance my worth, my knowledge, and my skills as a pinup model, as a stylist who is going to be, hopefully, the creative director and head stylist at many photo shoots and professional shoots where I'm going to be giving my input on lots of things that I'm not actually going to be physically doing. I'm going to be working with a, the tailor or the dressmaker. I'm going to be working with the producer, the director, who's making the decisions. I'm going to be working with the artist who's making the decision and working directly with hairstylists and makeup artists, wardrobe people, and photographers, obviously models. So that's why, but ironically, they didn't want to come to me to learn. I mean, I made a suggestion and boom, they want to go somewhere else to learn. It's interesting because like I said, that was one small area that I felt that they'd need improving on and everything else just kind of got left behind. They never showed any interest in learning anything else um, about pinup history, about current events, taking class to learn a variety of facial expressions and poses to learn what facial expressions and poses go with what eras, what style, which facial expressions and poses have no business in pinup, which facial expressions and poses um, are specifically for old Hollywood, specifically for cheesecake pinup, specifically for rockabilly, uh, learning facial expressions and poses that do not flatter you and that you should stop doing. Those are things that can be learned at a pinup pose, posing class. And like I said, two years of shoots on a regular basis, never had the insight, never had the motivation to take one class to, and it showed. So, Hey, it's their goals. It's their photo shoots. But again, I think that the more you're prepared, the more knowledge you have, the more experience that you've gained, you're going to be able to bring that to your photo shoots and you're going to be able to increase your confidence and increase your chances of landing a cover of a magazine. But again, when I look at magazine covers, what I see is the money. The money that it took to get the uh, model for her to get her nails groomed, uh, manicure and pedicure, the money that it took for her makeup products and hair products and makeup tools and hair tools, the money that she spent hiring a personal stylist to do her hair and makeup. I think of the expertise and the money involved when you work with a photographer that produces um, 
high quality images, ones that have their own studio. Studios cost money. The photographers that have high-end equipment, lighting, cameras, lenses, props, all of that costs money. I think of the time of an expert that cost money. I think of the software and the editing time and the skill level involved when someone who is a professional photographer edits images or a professional editor edits images. It takes time. It takes money. Um, it took them years to become an expert at what they're doing. It took them years to invest tens of thousands of dollars in their equipment. It took them years to invest money in expensive software and learn how to use the software. So when I look at magazine covers, when I look at a, a pageant winner, I think of money. I think of the training, the time involved. All of that costs money. Time is money. And all of the people that are involved on an expert level to achieve the quality that is needed for magazines. And it's like, okay, you invested all of that money and you're beautiful and you wore clothing, you were styled in clothing that flatters you. Your makeup was on point. Your hair flattered you. You did some awesome and a variety of facial expressions and poses to a high skill level. Your photographer brought his A-game. The edits turned out fabulous, flawless, high quality, consistent from one image to another, excellent lighting and just excellent clarity and high quality editing. So now you have that set. When you go to submit, if there are a hundred people that submitted, there is going to be, say, at least 50, at least half of them have the same high quality that you have. They invested just as much money as you did. So at that point, it's going to come down to the personal taste of the magazine owner and or their staff who is making the final decisions on their covers. It might be they might, it might come down to five sets, five different models. It might come down to 20 different models. They might say, okay, this person's set, I seem to like more because of the car that's in it or because of her outfit or because of her. I mean, you just might be the personal taste. Uh, the, the magazine owner may... Uh, fancy and favor redheaded models or models with short bangs or models with lots of tattoos. So that's when they start to eliminate all of the sets that don't apply. And when you get down to it, there's still going to be your set and many other models sets. So it's going to come down to which image fits on the cover best, or it might be political. That magazine owner might have several sets of several different models that are all high quality, including yours, but they photographed you, so they're going to put you on the cover. It may be you've been their 
columnists for years and years and years. And you actually have a set that is cover worthy, that they absolutely adore and would love to put on the cover. There's competition, but because of the friendship or the, the and or the business relationship that you've established with them over years, they chose you this time around. So, you know, it's, it's all about being qualified and being prepared. Images that are poorly lit, that aren't crystal clear, that aren't high quality are never going to be considered for the cover. So those sets, those people are not your competition. Your competition are people who are bringing their A-game, investing just as much time and money as you working with professionals just like you are. Maybe you're a professional as well. Anything that you can do to increase your chances is going to set you apart from the people who can't do those things, who can't um, work with those professionals that you worked with, people who can't invest as much money, people who can't invest in a personal stylist, brand new wardrobe, um, a photo shoot that that cost hundreds of dollars. You know, I mean, I look at some of these covers and it's like, again, all I think about is the money. And I, these are not photo shoots, in my opinion, the majority of them. And we're talking about for the higher end pennant magazines, which there's only a few at the very, very top. These are not photo shoots that cost $100 or $200. We're talking hundreds. By the time you spend money on styling tools and supplies or you hire a professional makeup artist, hairstylist, by the time you buy brand new wardrobe or you have an outfit and you buy brand new accessories to turn it into a different outfit or you are being sent brand new wardrobe by a company, which obviously costs someone money, or you're booking a shoot with a photographer who has a full service studio and offers wardrobe, which obviously costs them money to invest so they can have it for their clients. Then there's the photography. High quality photography is never cheap. If you are doing something with a professional photographer and you're a professional model and you agree to work together for trade, you're both still investing money. You're both still investing time and expertise that took years. It took education. It took investing in equipment. It took time and training. You know, you're coming together and you're bringing equal value at the same time. It's still an investment on both people's part, not just your time, but cameras, lighting, those things take regular maintenance. They take money to buy. They take money to replace. It's the same thing with styling tools, tools of the trade. You know, it takes money to buy them. It takes money to maintain them and it takes money to replace those things as well as adding things along the way. I look at my wardrobe room and it's like, five, six years of building a wardrobe collection that some things came in and were sold, some things um, were donated, 
lots of things I found at thrift stores, lots of things people have given to me for my academy, lots of things I bought um, online or at various stores, and it took years. It's taken me years to buy a professional camera, to buy lighting, to buy backdrops and props. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, it all adds up to my worth that I'm bringing to the table when I'm working with a professional photographer who has also spent years educating, gaining experience, gaining expertise, becoming a specialist in their field, buying equipment, buying cameras, renting locations, um, paying the lease on a studio, etc., etc., traveling to go photograph models and models that travel to be photographed by photographers. Um, it costs money. It all costs money. And these are not little $25 makeup jobs, you know, $20 hairdos, uh, $50 photo shoots. No. The, when you look at a magazine cover, like Delicious Dolls Magazine, for instance, or Retro Lovely Magazine, for instance, as an example, those covers cost money. They cost hundreds of dollars to achieve. Now, to ask someone why they would spend that, you're going to get a million different answers. It depends on the individual's goals, the, the goals of each and individual person involved. Why would a photographer photograph a model for trade and spend all that money? Why would a model be photographed for trade, not being paid, and spend all that money just to land a single cover of a single issue? Um, <clears throat> once it's out, you celebrate, then it's over with. People forget you don't get any congratulations anymore, believe me. Um, what What is it doing for your career? It can do so many things for your career on so many different levels, especially when we're talking about the covers of the top pinup magazines, the top magazines that we have within our industry. It can do so much for you. And yes, you can actually make money. Um from something like that because it does add to your worth it enhances what you're bringing to the table when you're approaching companies um, all, all the way down to just using the images that are from a cover shoot that landed a cover um, on your website selling 8x10s selling autograph copies of the issue of your cover issue there's so many different things and also working with companies that want to see you published, want to see you on magazine covers wearing the clothing that they sell, wearing the clothing that they provided and sent to you. Every, it, it, it all costs money and that's how I look at it. I never, I've never once been short-minded and clueless and just emotional with my own personal feelings thinking oh well I'm just as beautiful as she is and she got the cover and I didn't or I'm just as beautiful as she is if she landed a cover I know that I can or if I work with that same photographer you know there's a guaranteed spot for me to get a cover because he's got other people covers there's no guarantees the more you prepare the more skills and training you have and the more you can invest more money, more time, 
that's going to increase your chances. And there's still no guarantees. There's still no guarantees. So you have to have a plan B. What else are you planning on doing with your images? Even if you land a cover, what do you plan to do with that cover? There's so many things that you can do with it, with the, the credentials, with the accomplishment of landing that cover. And if it's a goal that you set out and you achieved it, then you should be proud of yourself right then and there if nothing else comes out of it. But yes, magazines covers cost money. Being a pageant winner costs money. And for everybody who tried for that cover, they still had to invest their time and their money, passion, expertise, specialty, blood, sweat, and tears. And they did not get that cover. For all the, the people who are runner-up and second runner-up and place third and fifth or people who don't place, they still had to invest their time, their money, their passion, um, and all of them, you know, to put their best foot forward and they end up losing. And then it's like, okay, I have to be motivated to do this again next year because I, I want to enter this contest again because I want to win this contest one day. They have to bring all of that for the next contest that might be a week later. You know, you just got done trying your hardest and investing weeks, months, a year, training, investing money, and you lost. And now you have another competition in a month or a week from now. Are you going to be prepared mentally? Can you go through taking that chance again? And it's the same thing with magazine covers. You know, every photo shoot that I do with one of my professional photographers, I'm always going to have a goal to land a magazine cover. That's not my only goal, but that is a huge goal and it's always there. It's not something that I even have to talk about or me and my photographers even have to really talk about in depth. It's like, we're going for a cover every time. Of course we are. You might, it might have to be patient. It might take a year. It might take a month. It might never happen. You know, so what are my other plans and goals for that shoot? What am I going to do with those images if they don't land the cover? What am I going to do with the images if and when they do land a cover? You know, the aftermath of the success. What am I going to do with that? Am I going to just be happy with that? Or am I going to take that and run with it? Is that going to motivate me to land more covers or land covers and bigger, more well-known magazines, the top magazines in our industry. So it costs money. I have never said, oh, I'm just as pretty as that girl. First of all, I never refer to myself as pretty, but, um, <laughs> just a little, little fun fact about me, but I've never looked at the cover and said, oh, well, you know, I'm just as beautiful as that person, or, you know, my images are better, or my styling was just as good. That might be the case. That might very well be the case. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it's going to be up to the magazine. That's why you should be researching these magazines. Especially if you've been in certain publications over and over and over again. And you want the cover one day. You finally want to land a cover. Then you should be researching what you've done with your images. You should be researching what type of images exactly 
that they choose to put on the cover. And again, communication. These are things you should be talking to your photographer about. Landing magazine covers um, mean so much to so many people. And yet I realize that they don't mean anything to, to many other people. So working with people who have the same goals as you is going to be extremely important. To do a photo shoot and to not like your pictures because of things that you could have prevented, things that you didn't prepare for and you weren't prepared for, not liking your images because of things that you did and nobody has control over that but you during your shoot. It's like, okay, if you would have planned ahead, if you would have prepared more, if you would have been more focused, then you wouldn't have done those things. Then you would have done those things. You understand? So prepare, plan ahead, research, look at your own images. Um, I think probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen is somebody who invested money in wardrobe that I didn't, I didn't personally like at all. Um, but it fit them. It flattered them. It was brand new. It was nice. It's just not my style. Um, did their makeup perfect. Had really nice hairdo done on them. Wore, was, was at a photo shoot at a nice hotel room. An excellent professional photographer. And then end up hating their images because of the facial expressions and poses that they did. And it's kind of like, well, now everybody's disappointed because you're disappointed, but your photographer doesn't have any control over you drinking so much that the inner, the real you comes out and you end up hating the facial expressions and poses that you did. Or if you were rushed and behind all day long and you didn't have enough time to fully prepare, you rushed your makeup you, you got there and you were rushing to, to start, rushing to leave, and it showed in your images. Your stylist, your photographer should not be disappointed because of the outcome, because of something that you directly had control over. That's why research is key. If you research, you would know that those facial expressions and poses have nowhere being in pinup, have no business. Um, they don't flatter you. These are things that you could be more confident about later if you learn from those experiences by looking at your images and saying, I'm never going to do this again. You have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. But to land a spot in a top magazine or a cover and say that you don't like the images, that you're not going to buy the only magazine cover that you've ever been on and that you'll ever be on and it comes down to why was it your styling that you didn't like no was it your wardrobe that you didn't like I didn't like it but did you like it yes you did was it the quality of the images was it the location was it your hairdo that you just absolutely hated no nothing none of the above everything was set up and everybody was there to make you feel comfortable and confident and you appeared to be until you end up looking at your images and people in your personal life were giving you unflattering comments, rude comments 
and now all of a sudden you don't like the images. Well, you had control over that and there are people who would die and jump at the chance to land a position or to land um, a feature in a top magazine and especially the cover. So if there's things that you don't like, remember them, make a mental note of it. Don't do them again at the next photo shoot if it's something that you claimed you didn't like at that one. Why are you repeating it? Why are you doing the same things that end up producing results that you are not happy with? There are so many things that you have control over. Research is one of them. Training at home, studying pinup, vintage pinup images, studying current images, studying the covers of the magazines that you want to be on, studying the top professionals in your field currently. And, you know, really get in front of that mirror. I mean, I cannot suggest this and recommend this and advise this any more heavily, if you will, than I, than I can. I just can't. This is it for me. Research, train, do this at home. Unless you want to continue to be disappointed, book a, book a class on an ongoing basis once a month. Pay $25 or $20 for a class to help you improve. Once a month, stay home instead of going out. Get in front of the computer. Get on YouTube. Get on Google. Sit in front of a mirror and practice. I guarantee you that you're going to learn things about yourself if you study your images that you like and don't like. I guarantee you you're going to find examples of vintage images and current pinup images of things that you like and you don't like. You have to make a mental note of things and take it seriously. So when you go to your next shoot or your future shoots, you are retaining that information and you're applying it, not leaving everything up to everyone else and then end up highly disappointed with your pictures or not succeeding at the goals that you had for that photo shoot because of you, not because of your stylist, not because of you didn't have brand new wardrobe, not because of the photographer, the quality of the photography, but because of you. Take matters into your own hands. Knowledge is key. Training is key. There are people that don't need any training. There are people that need training in certain areas. There are people, two people, that can need training in a certain area, and one is going to improve faster than the other. But the point is, they both improve. They both had the motivation and the inspiration to improve, to train. You know, you could be so close to reaching a goal or so far away from it, and everything has to do with the skills, and you have to be able to develop skills while you're not doing photo shoots. And at the same time, you have to be able to retain the information that you learned during each and every photo shoot. You should be able to see visible improvement. You should be able to know what facial expressions do not flatter you, what style clothing does not flatter you, what style of pinup flatters you the most. You should be able to know these things after time, especially if you've done more photo shoots than you can count.
So, you know, landing covers, it, it really is an investment in knowledge, an investment in skill, time, and your money. There's so much involved and there's so much competition out there. If you're not prepared, believe me, you're not in competition with the people who are. You're only in competition with the people who are not prepared. And once you're prepared and you're qualified and everything is on point, then your competitors change and you're going to be dealing with and working with people who are, who have all of these people coming to them that are just as prepared, just as beautiful, and their images are just as high quality as yours. So you have to have a backbone. You know, this, this industry is not for the faint at heart at all. And I feel ultimately the more you're prepared, the more knowledge and skills, it's going to guarantee positive results at your shoot. And it's going to increase your chances of landing a magazine cover. So with that said, I'm going to end this. It's almost 6 a.m. I actually got to get on my laptop, which means usually means pretty serious business if I'm going to get on my laptop in the morning because I usually save it um, for anything that I'm going to do online in my afternoon. But I got to get on there and get some, some work and get some images together. So I want to thank anyone and everyone who's been listening. And thanks for the support of my podcast. I seriously appreciate it. And for the support of all the aspects of my career. Ah, onward and upward, slowly but surely, you know, over the, the top of the heap and beyond. So I, um, I appreciate the support. I value it because I, I truly do need it. And I value it. And positive energy, positive vibes. So I hope everyone has a great week. I think it's, what is it, Wednesday? So it's hump, hump day. Um, my next model is here on Saturday. I just got done doing a shoot yesterday where I did six looks and five different outfits. And there's a lot to be done with those images. Uh, I'm very excited. And you know what, you guys, happy holidays. My birthday is very close. Christmas is very close. My wedding anniversary is very close. So I'm excited. I'm excited for holiday parties and I'm just really happy to see all of the Christmas images, um, especially pen up online and on social media. So have a great day, everyone. This has been pen up talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.